0: So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Rockstar Nation, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to stay to the end where our guests will be offering a free gift. As you know, all of our guests offer a free gift, and all of these gifts can be found on the Agent Success Toolbox. You could find that by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply texting the word toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. I am going to put today's free gift in today's show notes. But if you want all of them, including gifts from most of our guests that have come on the show, just go to the Agent Success Toolbox. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I got a great guest today Come from sunny California, Mr. Joel Goodrich is on the line. Joel, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars.
1: Hey, it's great to be here. How are you hey, doing,
0: Pat? Man, I'm doing great. You know, Joel's a billion-dollar agent, and uh, I, I could probably leave his bio at that, but uh, I'm going to let him kind of give a, a little bio, tell you a little bit about him personally, so you guys can get to know him better. Joe, why don't you kind of give us a little rundown on who you are and that sort of thing? Well,
1: Pat, I've been in the business uh, 28 years now, and started off in 1992. Start off uh, selling $100,000 condos. It's been quite a journey since then. At uh, had my first $1 million sale back in 97, my first $5 million sale in 99, and $10 million sale uh, in 2004. And it kind of gone up from there. Last year, we sold a home for $32 million. Uh, currently, our listings range from 5 to $40 million. So it's been an amazing journey.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm glad you said that, Joel, because it gives, you know, there's a lot of people that, that think, you know, I'd love to get into luxury and and that sort of thing. So it's good to see that you started out selling $100,000 homes and, and now you're selling $40 million homes. So it just goes to show you that you can do it if you're listening. And we're, I'm going to try to find out why from Joel, I mean, how from Joel, you know, he, he went from where he did to where he is now. All right, good well, let's talk about today's business, like, uh, you know, $40 million homes, like how many of those, I mean, generally you only got to sell one or two of those to, to, to have a great year. Like how many houses would you say you've sold in the last 12 months?
1: Yeah, 2018, uh, volume was about 111 million. Okay. Uh, I don't really keep track of the number of sales. My average sales price is around eight to 10 million. So um, yeah, it was a super year, just uh, my best year ever. So I was very excited.
0: So, like we we have a thing on the show we call G, uh, ECI because uh, agents like to about, talk about their G C I gross commission income. We call it ego commission income, but what really counts, of course, is, is your net. But like, what can some? What, what would you say your G C I is or your E C I is on those uh, 100, $120 dollars? Uh,
1: last year, my gross was about two point two.
0: That's great. That's great. And and what's your profit margin roughly?
1: Oh, you know, I spend a lot of money on, on marketing my properties uh, because that's what we do for our owners. So, you know, we probably have, oh gosh, 40, 40, 50% expenses.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's great. You know, you're still, you're still a seven figure guy and, and uh, got it under control. Now, is it just you? Do you have a team? How's that set up? Well,
1: I, I do have uh, quite a team. Um, currently, I have my main associate who works with me, you know, eight to ten hours a day. And then I'm partnering with ten different agents on different buyers and listings. Uh, I have a, a marketing person and a transaction coordinator.
0: Wow. and, and Okay, so the marketing person, a transaction coordinator, that, that, that we can understand. Everybody knows. What, what I think is different is when you say, I'm partnering... Tell me about that. Like how does that work? Like cuz most agents listening, you know, they're like if I get a listing, it's mine. They don't think about partnering. But I know in luxury, you have that.
1: Oh, absolutely. To get a property covered 24/7 365, no one person can do it, and it's all about servicing the client. So we absolutely have to uh, you know, make sure that we we have all of our properties covered and to do that, I I partner with different agents depending on the the kind of listing it is or buyer it is.
0: So are you partnering with someone in a different area? Like if you, if you don't want to, you know, it's two hours away or, or that sort of thing. Or are you partnering with um, an agent just to give him a portion him or her a portion of the commission because you have to listing agent must accompany every showing. I, the,
1: I, I get, a, I do get a lot of calls to list properties outside of San Francisco because of my marketing reach and whenever I get those calls, I, I do make clear from the beginning that love to talk to them, and a lot of times these are amazing properties. Uh, currently, we have a $35 million winery estate listed in the Napa Valley, which, which is extraordinary. We have a $38 million oceanfront in Southern California. But in each of those cases, I am partnering with my top co- colleague, local colleague in that area. And that way, the, the seller has the best of all possible worlds they have a very deep local presence as well as a broader marketing reach so that's the whole purpose in the in the partnering is is to make sure that the client and the listing is fully serviced
0: well there's there's probably a, a sense of relief in that Joel right because you know when when you're listing a a 30 million dollar property i imagine you're beholden to that seller until that sells
1: uh, absolutely, yeah. We are we are marketing nonstop on that, and um, but you
0: personally, like on your cell phone. I mean, like you, literally, if you if you went to India, you know, you would have to take a call from that guy or girl.
1: Oh yeah, no, I, I do not disconnect. <laughs> I uh, I've done some traveling over the years, uh, less the last few years, but when I'm traveling, it's like I'm in the office. I am twenty four seven absolutely yeah Sometimes and twenty four eight <laughs> I, <work 18> <laughs> On a busy week. I like
0: that it should be twenty five <laughs> eight yeah twenty five eight yep <laughs> yeah no but that makes a sense and that that's that's what you got to get into but but if you have a partner it helps with that right and I and I can see oh, why, you, why you would want to do that absolutely. and there's certainly enough juice in there to to do it you know what I mean it's not like you're giving away half of three thousand dollars you know
1: well you know it Money is obviously important. That's what we do in business: is make money. But primarily, it's getting the job done well for the client, because then everything comes from that. So uh, that is the overall priority: is what, how is the client best served? Yeah. And I would never uh, take. For example, we have a beautiful um, estate in Silicon Valley for seventeen million. I'm working with my top local. Uh, Colleagues in that area, and so the client is really well served because, again, they have the best of all possible worlds.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so here's what everybody really wants to know. If you don't mind me jumping to the chase, they want to know how. And I know you've been at it a long time. You you were licensed 1982. I got my license in '87, so I can you know I'm I'm on the same trajectory here. So, but but that's a long time. But but we all know you get rich slowly and and you succeed slowly, and it takes time. But the question is, you know, how did you? How did you go from selling $100,000 condos to $40 million and basically now you don't take anything under 5 million, right?
1: No, we, we, some of our younger tech clients and uh, San Francisco has a large condominium market. So we do actually have a listing for 2 million and and we work with some younger clients in the 1 to 3 million dollar range absolutely. Okay. So but, but 1 right million now, Yeah. yeah absolutely.
0: So how'd you so, do it?
1: How'd I do it? Well, I started out selling $100,000 condos. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's quite a journey. Yeah. And I knew that I wanted to get into the luxury market. Uh, when I started my career, I, I really didn't have any money or social connections or any of that, but I was determined to get into the luxury market. So um, my very first listing was a $125,000 co-op and staging at the time was just be, starting to become popular. So I was able to buy a couple of orchids and, and I put a couple, uh, two really nice chairs on each side of the fireplace. and It looked really beautiful. It was my first little quarter page real estate ad. I got so many calls on that one ad and people would call and say, Joel, this looks like a one or two million dollar apartment. How come it's only 125000 So that kind of started launching me. And then, yes, the most valuable piece of advice I got when I started the business was to do a business plan. So in 1992, I did a two page business plan. And every year that business plan grew Till by about 2000, it was 35 pages long. And every year my business was double. I thought, wow, there's really something to this business plan thing. So I got started to ask to talk about business plannings at the Chamber of Commerce here in San Francisco, some sales meetings, et cetera, et cetera. So again, my best advice is do a business plan. So a major part of my business plan was networking. And I call it dining for dollars, (laughs) better than dialing for dollars. Yeah, so I decided that I was going to get out there and meet people. So I, every opportunity I got, I went to business events, social events, charitable events, and just started meeting all kinds of interesting people. And um, through those connections, I evolved. And again, and started ninety two. I think in 90, 1995 was my first one million dollar sale. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. So it just kind of took off from there. And I really, you know, um, I worked hard to make sure that my Mark materials looked very high end, and uh, that helped uh, launch me in the luxury world.
0: Tribe of Millionaires.com. Guys, write that down. Rockstar Nation got a free special offer for you. Now, I've just written a book and it's just been published. Co authored it with David Osborne, who's been on this show multiple times. If you don't know David, He is one of the top execs at Keller Williams Real Estate, was personally mentored for the last two decades by Gary Keller himself, and he's in all kinds of businesses. His bio and explanation and and everything is in this book. But anyways, David and I got together. We decided to write a book. We called it Tribe of Millionaires, and I guarantee you it's going to change your life. To find out more, just go to tribeofmillionaires.com. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. Only thing we ask in return is, of course, number one, you pay the shipping. Not a big deal. But number two, that you go on Amazon and write us a review. We're really looking to get an incredible amount of reviews. And because of that, we're giving this book away for free. Go to tribeofmillionaires.com today. So talk to me about... You know, like back then, like back in the day, how many of these events did you go to and, and how often and what advice can you give to someone who just wants to start a plan to do what you did?
1: Well, when I did my business plan, I did not read any books on business planning because I wanted it to come from me. I wanted to create my own plan. So I came up with this plan. And I also have a daily business plan, which I divide into five sections. And um, it gives you a focus that you don't have without having something in writing in front of you. So, uh, yeah, I just, like I say, every year that I did my plan, it grew and so did my business.
0: And 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 would you say it just kind of was a gradual thing? You started getting, you got a, a listing for a million, then you got a listing for two, then you got, you, you know, there, was it kind of like that or or did one particular thing happen?
1: Well, you know, I think you have to be prepared for what's going to happen. So what I did is I made sure I did my homework. I made sure I knew the market inside out, that every appointment, every showing I went to, I was fully prepared with market knowledge, with knowledge of the property. And that way, when opportunity presents, you're ready to seize that opportunity. So um, preparation is key. And there's an old real estate saying that um, knowledge builds confidence, and confidence is what builds enthusiasm, and enthusiasm is what sells. Mm. So it all starts with knowledge.
0: How competitive is it? You know how competitive is? Yeah,
1: extraordinarily competitive. There are close to six thousand agents in San Francisco. But I don't look at it as a competition. I just think I'm going to do the greatest job I can possibly do, and it's just going to happen. So I I grew up actually being a competitive skater, so I have a very strong competitive background. But I found by looking at it less from a competition point of view and just from a point of view is what is the greatest possible job I can do that has helped me.
0: Why do you think um, sellers choose you in a competitive situation with other agents? And usually, in your competition, they're not de- they're not interviewing new agents. They're interviewing agents like yourself that are formidable opponents. So, how do you win?
1: Well, I think you're right. Uh, when I go out on uh, there are agent there are clients who will just call me and want to work with me there are other clients who will interview anywhere from two to seven agents and in that case they are interviewing the top agents in san francisco all of whom probably have sold a billion or more so um, how do i differentiate myself several ways uh, one of it is my marketing again i've worked hard to develop my own marketing style um, i've just started working with one of the top branding experts in the country and it's kind of uh, not ratcheted my marketing up yet to another level Hmm. And the other thing that I did is about five years ago, I was, I was reading what was billed as the largest survey ever done of online marketing. And they were, they were ranking the importance of email, social media, SEO, search, everything. And they came to the conclusion that email is still the best form of online marketing. So that got me to thinking, I thought, what can I do that will really catch people's attention? So I developed a global luxury real estate report which is both informational, but also kind of entertaining. And so I start off with a database of 5,000 people. We now have 30,000 people on our database who received this Global Luxury Real Estate Report. I do put my listings in there editorially. So it's an extraordinary, one-of-a-kind marketing tool for my sellers and that no one else can offer. Your listing, the day it goes on the market, is going to 30,000 high-end people and agents around the world and 55,000, or I'm sorry, 45,000 people via social media. So that's a pretty strong reach because this database encompasses a lot of Silicon Valley and San Francisco business communities, uh, social communities, uh, the top national and international agents around the world who may have um, uh, clients for my listings, so I get great response to this this uh, uh, report. Uh, we tend to get a thirty percent click rate, which is a lot higher than. And wait a minute. The, uh, and how often? Average.
0: How often do you put this report out?
1: Well, I try and do it every month. Wow. And, uh, th- yes, I try to. This year, I've only done it every other month uh, because it's been such an extraordinarily busy year. But I will do another one by the end of the year and hopefully next year. Go what, back. What,
0: kind of, like, what, what, what would one see if they were to look in this report?
1: Well, there's a lot in there. Um, we talk about luxury real estate around the world. We, we do some celebrity sales. What are the latest, most interesting celebrity sales? Hmm. What are some of the most extraordinary properties on the market or have just sold just incredibly historic properties whether it's a chateau in France a villa in Lake Cuomo a penthouse in Manhattan a mansion here on San Francisco's Gold Coast, things that really catch people's attention and um, so I will uh, send you a copy and hope you enjoy it. I've gotten some great comments. One of my clients who lives in New York says, Joel, it's kind of like reading it's kind of like the page 6 of luxury real estate. Of course, page (laughs) 6 is the famous New York uh, column.
0: (laughs) Yeah, page Six and that's where they have the topless model on the front. So I don't, I don't, I don't right? Well, is this the British one? Does? one. No. <laughs> the no, British um, one. Does. Uh, the British
1: one, not the New York one.
0: The, yeah, um, the New
1: York one is more social.
0: Uh, yeah. The uh, but I'm excited to see that. And by the way, guys, that that's his free gift today, which we're going to put in his uh, show notes. If you want that, of course. I'm premature in this, but it'll be on hybendigital.com. Back Backs us, uh, Joel Goodrich. And it's uh, like the two very positive words, good and rich. Hybendigital.com. Back us, Joel Goodrich. I'll put a copy of this report. So, Joel, how many, Like, how do you get this in the hands of so many people? It's one thing to write this sucker. But then, the ha- ha- like, how do you distribute it to all these people? Do you send it to other real estate offices and you just no, have collected no, those addresses? No. What do you do? Like
1: Every single time I get an email from anyone, I put it into, we use MailChimp for our database.
0: Okay. Yeah. I've used MailChimp. In the past.
1: MailChimp is able to send it out to 30,000 people at the same, you know, just simultaneously. Um, and again, we worked hard on the database. Every time I go to a social event, I'll get one or two or three business cards I probably get, you know, maybe five new email addresses a day. You multiply that by 350 days in the year, you're getting, you know, and then, and then also my social media person that I work with is collecting a lot of email addresses. So we're, we're really busy, you know, building up that database because it is vital. It exposes our listings to an extraordinary group of people and all of whom could be potential clients, future clients or current clients.
0: Do you know if he or she, your social media person, has has extended it to Messenger on Facebook? Like you know to no, send it we through don't. Messenger. Uh,
1: I, we do have a very strong social media following. My Instagram posts tend to get three to thousand, three 000 to nine thousand likes, which is very good holy
0: posting. dirt. Really, wow! What yeah. what's your what's your IG? Uh, it's
1: uh, Joel Goodrich one, I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty easy to find. Joel. Gertz. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I'm going
0: to follow you. That's yeah. that's great. It, it out. That's amazing. So, um okay, cool. So, what is the market like right now in San Francisco? What is the luxury market like?
1: It's stable, but not red hot. We we have some very positive things going on. Uh, the stock market has had a good year so far. Um, we have some IPOs in Silicon Valley and San Francisco that have done well. Lock-up periods for those IPOs are about to end. Unemployment in San Francisco was at 1.9%, which is an extraordinarily low number. But there are also some economic cross-currents and weakening the global economy. So all in all, our market's stable.
0: And, when, and, and a couple of questions on that. So when you say lockup periods on IPOs, basically that means that employees or people in the company are going to get paid cash or be able to sell their stock at least because it's been a period of six months or so after their company went public and they you know are are able to cash out kind of so to speak right and then in your perspective then they're able to buy condos and buy houses
1: Exactly. There's generally a six month lockup period, which a lot of those for some of the uh, IPOs earlier this year are expiring in October, November. So we are seeing that effect. Uh, We've always had a very strong uh, buying uh, uh, pool of tech technology executives and workers and CEOs and founders buying here in the city and that's not going to change. We also see a huge influx of national and international buyers because San Francisco is a big uh, business destination. Everyone needs a presence in in Silicon Valley.
0: Hmm. Fascinating. Okay so when would you say it was at its peak?
1: The hottest part of the market was probably 2015 through 17 we'd had a Hmm. huge run up from the low of 2011 Uh, uh our commercial market is red hot um the uh, dollar per square foot asking is now, uh, they're asking $100 a square foot in the new area of Mission Bay, where the, uh, the um, Oracle Arena is, the Warrior Stadium. And so co- the commercial market is red hot. Facebook leased an entire 57-story tower. Instagram got 40 stories on another tower. <laughs> so we're having a lot of workers and tech technology executives here in town. And we're the tech capital of the world. So people need a presence here. Isn't
0: that crazy? Instagram got 40 levels in a tower. Ta- I mean, it's, it's an app, right? It's a little app, but it's huge. That's it's huge. crazy, yes, man. The
1: power of technology.
0: Who would have thought, right? 12 years ago. Oh, yeah. Well, this little app thing here is going to have 40 levels in this high-rise in San Francisco. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> you know, who would I mean, have thought, yeah, it's really an amazing new world and it shows no sl- signs of slowing down. I'm very bullish on the next 10 years in San Francisco mm. and Silicon Valley. One of the leading tech forecasters, uh, Peter Diamandis, he founded the yep. X Prize, which mm-hmm. is kind of like the Oscars of technology. Yeah, business. he's a
0: futurist. Yep. like that guy. Very and interesting. He,
1: he founded um, Singularity University. So my favorite article of 2018 was his article called The Convergence of Eight Technologies. So the whole gist of the article was that, that in previous decades, there was one technology driving innovation, and therefore the economy, and therefore real estate. In the 60s, it was the mainframe. In the 70s, it was the computer chip. In the um 80s, it was a personal computer. In the 90s, it was the internet. Last decade, it was smartphone and search. This decade, he's saying that artificial intelligence is playing off eight other technologies to create growth that is going to be even more exponential than in the past. It's going to be more exponential and also more unpredictable. So even more exponential tech innovation means uh, even stronger economy and stronger real estate markets. So I'm very bullish over the next 10 years for San Francisco and Silicon Valley.
0: Do the math, it's worth every single dollar. This is a quote from Mr. Bill Rieke who took my certified listing agent program. He says, looking to take your listing presentation to the next level, listen, I've closed 100% of the appointments since I took Pat Hyben certified listing agent. Five appointments, five new clients in 60 days. Do the math, it's worth every single dollar. Now you can get the certified listing agent course. You can get the certified buyer agent course, which tells you how to close every single buyer that calls in if you want them. You get the certified team agent course, which teaches you how to build a dynamite team like Jeff Cohn, who teaches the course. It's like a 10 hour course from Omaha, Nebraska, Berkshire Hathaway's top agent, and seven other courses. Total of 11 courses, all five-star rated, only 97 bucks a month. If you paid for them individually on the website, they would cost over $10,000. And we are running a special now at futureofrealestatetraining.com where you can get them for $97 a month. That's all you can eat. $97 a month, all these courses. That's futureofrealestatetraining.com. Futureofrealestatetraining.com. Check it out. Rockstar Nation. It is time to finish the year strong. The year is almost over and it's time to sprint. You know, in my real estate career, I always doubled down at the end of the year because all of the other agents were not working during November and December. So I took full advantage. This is a great time to leverage yourself and hire a virtual assistant. I'm talking about My OutDesk. If you haven't heard of My OutDesk, basically, they are a virtual assistant company, a VA company that specializes in virtual assistants for real estate agents. Yeah, I'm talking about transaction coordinators, marketing assistants, I'm talking about ISAs, inside sales agents at prospect, thousands and thousands of seller leads and buyer lead follow-ups. I mean, these guys are trained in this stuff specifically. You're not using a company that doesn't know or understand real estate sales. Four out of five of the top teams in the US use my outdesk for their virtual assistants. And because I know the owner, Daniel Ramsey, I've known him for over a decade, and I know how awesome and incredible this company is and how it saves agents thousands and thousands of dollars every single week and makes them thousands and thousands of more every single week, we are gonna give you a $400 coupon off of your first month of a virtual assistant and give you access and give you a free book entitled scaling your business with virtual professionals so you can like read it and look into it before you decide anything it's called scaling your business with virtual professionals and you can get it real easy all you got to do is text the word "hiban" h-i-b-a-n to 3199 that's h-i-b-a-n to 3199-6 And download your free book, Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. And don't forget to mention also that you get a $400 discount, which will give you a coupon for that when you download the book. Thank you, guys, and I hope you enjoy and make a ton of money using my outdesk. Okay. So like how much of that is hopium though? And how much of that is, is analyzed? Because, you know, a lot of people listening to this would be like, Hey, you know, that's great, but uh, we're in a bubble, right? And the bubble bubbles pop, right? And it's just a matter of time. I mean, 10 years for the, for the market to continue to extend and get better and better for the next 10 years. Isn't that uh, oh, yeah. no, I'm overly not optimistic?
1: Gonna, no, I'm not saying it's going to keep getting better and better every year. Uh, we've been in a kind of a stable plateau in, for the last four or five years. So I don't think we're quite in a bubble. And uh, most economists are predicting perhaps a mild recession around 2020, 2021, although they've been saying that since 2015. So we'll see. So no, I I think we're going to have a period of stability and then at some point in the next decade have another boom. So mm. no, I'm not mm. saying that. Every so you think it'll go boom. down
0: and then it's going to go up but really quick because last time we went up almost too fast a lot of people think
1: mm-hmm. you know well, we our, recovered 2008 quick. was a huge bubble as was 2000
0: yeah we had a big both of those we bounced back quick as shit you know both of those were like boing you know yeah
1: yeah but this time around we had a strong run-up uh, from 2009 to 2015 and since then you know kind of stable hmm. so we're not as bubbly as we were which is healthy
0: so, equilibrium, again, I know,
1: but I think 10 years from now, we'll be at it again at a different price plateau than we are today.
0: What do you tell somebody? Let's say you're going on a listing appointment, right? 25, 30 million bucks. Um, and, um, and they're like, hey, you know, Joe, how long is this going to take to sell?
1: That all depends on pricing. In the luxury and ultra luxury market, you really can't underprice a market and a property and expect multiple offers. So typically, you, you, we do an analysis and we have a range of value and tend to price it toward, toward the high end of that range. And a lot of times, we won't go on to the open market. We don't want the whole world to see it. We won't, don't want days on market ticking. And a lot of times, we, we've had success in selling the properties off market. Now, some properties, high-end properties, become very public. And there have been you know very well-known examples of, of property selling for 30 to 50 percent of the original asking price. There was an estate in Silicon Valley that started off at 100 million, sold for 28 million. A uh, well-known estate <laughs> in Bel Air that started off at 200 million, sold for 102 million. Mm-hmm. So that can happen. So it's a very different pricing than the normal market. So yes, but then we have the people who will, uh, properties that may not be for sale and someone wants it, and get an astronomical price, so the ultra luxury market is like the art market it 's somewhat subjective, but uh, yeah somewhat subjective
0: that 's interesting
1: yes, it is It could
0: literally have somebody buy it the first day and then not have anyone buy it for two years correct, correct. yeah um, what like what um so let me ask you this question like what is the longest you 've gone without a showing on a listing
1: I would say about i would say four weeks
0: a month so you had it on the yeah. market the sign went up you're like
1: yeah oh you mean in the beginning oh yeah yeah
0: in the beginning or anytime yeah anytime no, where in you're the just like
1: we, we do tend to get some showings fairly quickly
0: yeah that so, generally happens right and then yeah. there's like the aftermath which is after the first 12 days yeah. then it's like dead <laughs> yeah. what do you yeah. say when that happens what's your script
1: well, well, we are just—we're going to keep giving a good, hard marketing push, uh, both in terms of micro-marketing and, in other words, picking up the phone and calling the few people in the world or their agents or their financial advisors who can purchase this kind of property, as well as the overall broader marketing push. So again, it is a question of timing and marketing and the right buyer.
0: Hmm. And what do you say to sellers when they say, Joe, look, I feel like I'm on the market, but off the market, you know, no no one's looking at it.
1: Well, again, that can be a question of pricing or market conditions. If the market is in a soft spot, you don't want to let a property linger on the multiple listing service too long if it is on the open market. If it's not on the open market, then the thought might be, well, go on to the open market to get more activity. So Mm -hmm. we're constantly... Evolving our strategy to to make sure that the property does get sold in the time frame that the the owner is looking at.
0: Right, and and so so, how often are you? Do you recommend a price reduction on your listings now?
1: Oh, there's no set time frame. It's really dependent upon the market activity, and market conditions. So it, we we analyze every property individually, and if it's warranted, we will say you know. We've been on six weeks. We haven't got the activity we like. Could be time for a 5 to 10% reduction.
0: I find with a lot of agents, it's a defense. It's, it's not as uh, analytical as you just said. How you do it I'm is very, very, very analytical.
1: An, I am very analytical, yes. I At UC yeah. Berkeley, I majored in biomedical science. Unfortunately, uh, my brother became a doctor, so my mom was happy. But I did get an A-plus <laughs> in calculus, so I like numbers. So I am very analytical. So I think that really helps... The client make an informed decision um, in terms of where to do the initial pricing. Then, if we do need uh, an adjustment, I will do a new analysis, and they can make an, a, an informed decision based on some hard numbers.
0: Most most agents, you know, their their decision as to when to ask for a price reduction is based on a defensive uh, posture. Meaning, if they list two houses the same day and neither of them are selling and one of them is calling them every week or texting them every week and saying, what's going on with my house, they're going to tell that one to reduce their price because they, 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 they want to be able to get it sold and they want to also give a solution to that person that's very anxious. If the other person isn't calling them or reaching out to them at all, they probably won't ask that person to reduce their price in the same manner or at all. Uh, so it's very defensive. You know. It's like, oh, squeaky, squeaky wheel gets the price reduction.
1: I'm not like that. I, if there's a change in the market or we're not getting the activity le- level that we're seeing, I do alert the owner that, hey, we're not getting the activity uh, level and, or the market has shifted. Um, and so, they again, they can make an informed decision. If they're in no hurry, that's fine too. But if they want to sell within a certain time frame, we do need to advise them uh, pricing can be an issue.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Yep. Yep. All right, Joe. Well, listen, let's talk a little bit about your free gift. Um, tell everybody, uh, you know, you've know, you mentioned it already, but uh, I just want some more detail. Tell them what, what it's about and, and what we're giving them.
1: Well, basically what I'll be sending you is my 2019 Global Luxury Real Estate Report. And uh, let's see a few of the highlights here. Uh, we do talk about um, I have a a 2019 crystal ball, and part of it was the, um, we were talking about the the global boom that was happening in the $25 million uh, plus sales. We're talking about also the latest architect craze in Silicon Valley. Frank Gehry did the Facebook headquarters and some other interesting things. There was a record San Francisco sale. And then uh, we're talking about uh, in Bel Air, the war of the mega mansions. Uh, also, we just sold a beautiful Art Deco penthouse in the middle of downtown San Francisco, and beautiful uh, photos of that, as well as some of these other properties. And um, so it's it's kind of a, a a tour of worldwide global luxury real estate in in one column. So uh, we attend again. We get some incredible feedback on this, and uh, it's fun to see some of the uh, uh, some of the reactions. We're also talking about some of the celebrity sales, Ralph Lauren sale in the Hamptons etc, um, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So there's some very interesting. Um, and then um, the, the Vanderbilt Mansion in Manhattan, how that's sold. So a lot mm. of very interesting uh, uh, things that people want to hear about. And people we, love that we, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we, we keep it entertaining as well as informational.
0: I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good yeah. stuff. So guys, so it's going to be on hybendigital.com backslash, Joel Goodrich. And um, I'm also going to put it in the agent success toolbox, which can be found on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply texting the word toolbox to 444 You can get Joel's report. Plus you can get hundreds of other uh, downloadable items that are um, that other guests have brought Joe, listen, if I'm ever in the Bay Area, I will definitely uh, look you up. We'll get together and break some bread. And the Rockstar Nation thanks you. I'm going to put Joel's IG. I'm going to put his, uh, all his social media links. I'm going to put, because you definitely should follow him and uh, see how it's done. And uh, uh, if you want to reach out to him, all his information will be in his show notes as well. Hybendigital.com back us. Joel Goodrich. Joel, thanks so much.
1: Well, thank you, Pat. It's been a real pleasure. Appreciate it. And have a great day and happy selling.
0: As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks. Forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text Toolbox to 444 That's Toolbox to 444 Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful, if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful please i need you to pull out your pointing finger yes the one finger that points at people and hit subscribe yes subscribe the more subscribers we get the better we look in the ratings and the easier it is to get guests like robert kiyosaki barbara corcoran all the players that are on the million dollar listing in the different cities all that stuff makes it easier the more subscribers we get, so please subscribe. And listen, there's a lot of places you can leave comments, there's a lot of places you can like, we're on Facebook, we have an Instagram page, Instagram page is I am Pat Hyben. the Facebook is Real Estate Rockstars Radio, feel free to leave us comments there. The most popular form of commenting seems to happen on YouTube, yes, for whatever reason, it's a very open environment, so just go to YouTube and go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio, and leave us comments there some of them we will read on the show and we love your feedback so thanks guys and i hope you are having a great day oh and also listen if you're going to subscribe and you haven't already left us a, a review on itunes please do that too have a great day and thanks so much rockstar nation i really appreciate you